0: Welcome to Live Love Lead, the podcast where we explore the art of living authentically, loving sincerely, and leading boldly. Now sit back and enjoy the episode.
1: Welcome to this episode. This is a continuation of the last episode. At the end of the last episode, we the conversation continued, and so this episode is a continuation of that conversation and we're talking about loving through the struggle, loving yourself through the struggle, loving others through the struggle. And in the last episode we focused on loving others through the struggle. But there's the other side to that, loving yourself through the struggle. So, sweetie, uh, loving yourself through the struggle. What is what does that mean? What does that look like?
0: That looks like not punishing yourself. Not punishing yourself. What do you mean by not punishing yourself? I when you're going through things, there's a tendency to feel like, if I did this differently, mm-hmm. things would be different. And That's so who true. do you blame? You blame yourself. So there's a blame game going yeah. on there, right? Yes. And then when you blame yourself, you almost want to beat yourself up. Okay. Either with your thoughts. Some people call themselves, oh, you're so stupid.
1: Some people are. You know what yeah, that? so there's, there's, there's that. That is a good example of not loving yourself. Yeah, exactly. The tr- the
0: exactly. Blame, shame. I feel like shame is something people wear 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 as a garment on themselves. Wow. Yeah, sometimes people want to shame you, but sometimes you feel ashamed for things you're going
1: through that may not be your your, your fault. Even if it's your fault. Still yeah. not a reason to go and wear shame. Absolutely. And, yeah. and the fact of the matter is when it comes to... And, and this links into, you know, the, I think, second episode where I was talking about progressing in spite of your public struggle. Mm-hmm. So it's a public struggle. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, for example, you started a business and it has failed. Mm-hmm. So, hey, I thought you did that startup. What am I seeing you doing working in Tesco? You know, or back in a job, mm-hmm. which is not a bad thing, but because people know of that struggle, shame comes in. And I talk about how to overcome shame in that. Mm-hmm. But shame is something that... We shouldn't allow stop us. And yeah. it stops a lot of people. Yep. That's the yep. reason a lot of dreams are lost. Mm-hmm. I'm just reminded, I don't know why, of the quote that Miles Monroe gave where he said, the richest place in the world is not the gold mines or the diamond mines, is the graveyard where people died with their dreams. And I feel like the reason a lot of people die with their dreams is not getting past shame.
0: Can I just stop you and do a mini segue? We'll come back. Yes. But you have to do an episode. Yes. On how you just randomly remember quotes and just say, I remember Miles Monroe said this. <laughs> Is it a quote that somebody has said over your Bible? I remember my Bible, but he will quote the scripture chapter and verse i'm like god are you not seeing me are you not seeing me i heard the same message that he he listened to and he's like oh didn't you hear when pastor shall said this when this pastor said that i'm like okay so please if it's a grace you need to explain to us how you received we'll sit down and do some
1: reflections okay on 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 that reality and and see if i can if i can share some wisdom Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay back to back to what we're talking about yeah exactly you were talking about shame and, and you're talking about what loving yourself through the struggle yes. looks like. So the blame thing, the shame thing, the
0: guilt thing, the being kind to yourself. And mm-hmm. I think we'll cover that later on. So that's, that for me, that's an, That's what it means to love yourself. I've heard, I've heard something, I can't quote who said it, but I have heard something <laughs> where they said, speak to yourself
1: the way you speak to others when they're going through things. You know, this, I love that. And in one of the episodes, I actually talked to that. I actually say that, which is sometimes if we had a friend who spoke to us the way we spoke to ourselves, we won't be that person's friend anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we we'll would actually be like, no, I'm going to protect myself. Mm-hmm. I'm going to, sh- and loving yourself through the struggle is what's one of the things, shielding yourself. I'm going to shield myself from this mm-hmm. because it's coming externally. We, we protect ourselves, mm. but sometimes we are that person to ourselves mm-hmm, saying mm-hmm. the, the craziest things in a way that is like, why would, why would you speak to yourself this way? Mm-hmm. And, and the fact is research has proven that the words people speak to us impact us, yeah, but nowhere near as much as the words we speak to ourselves. What? whether it's positive or negative yeah we yeah. believe it more mm-hmm. you know we we act on it a lot more mm-hmm. than what other people are saying to ourselves so something to think about
0: yeah so yeah so those, those are the things i would say
1: okay uh, any questions for me in terms of loving through the struggle of course i yes. was preparing your so, questions mm-hmm. last time
0: <laughs> yes yes no i have a few for you so when you
1: were going through your struggles how did it make you feel how did it make me feel I would say that I to be honest with you, and it's just building on what we were just saying, I felt like I was failing. I felt I was I felt like I was I was failing. I know generally speaking I tend to be hard on myself. Mm. One of the conversations we have regularly is which <laughs> like put everything in context mm. and don't be so hard on yourself. Mm. So I did feel like I was I was failing. I, I felt at some point some of the things I had to fight through was I was disappointing mm. at me my wife and anybody else who you know had known me as my father sent me to the uk to school through university to get into investment banking type industry and here i am you know not being that successful son so there was feelings of failure feelings of disappointment and those would be the main two that i would say that probably i needed to work through the most
0: okay that makes sense i wanted to ask you about failure so okay, so I guess it was. I guess it was because of the expectations you had for yourself and the expectations that you believe people had of you. Absolutely, you weren't fulfilling those expectations. Yes,
1: I, I wasn't fulfilling those expectations, and, and and I think that is a key element when it comes to not fulfilling the expectations. Is I also we, we joke about this in the past, but sometimes those expectations were unrealistic.
0: Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. That,
1: that's something I've had to learn a lot. That. that the struggle is there, but sometimes the struggle is increased con- considerably because the expectation you've put on yourself actually doesn't make sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it actually doesn't make sense. If I think of anything, whether it's a best-selling author, few best-selling authors became best-selling in their first book. Yeah. Right? For example, how quickly I, I thought things would happen. Mm-hmm. Can you remember this when I, I wrote my book, yeah. my first book, and I... I had a talk I was going to do in a in a university, and then I did all my best to make sure I got all the copies. And my expectation was: look, I'm going to get at least a hundred copies. I put it in the log in a in a suitcase. Mm-hmm. I dragged it all the way on the train, got all the way to Central London. My expectation was for sure: once they hear me speak, I'm going to ha- sell out. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not coming back with one book. Mm-hmm. And I get into the room, and there were less than twenty students in the room. You know, so so, but just. The more, from my experience, and the more I've heard authors and speakers and coaches, you know, share their stories, that was such an unrealistic expectation.
0: Mm, I hear you. No? It, maybe it was unrealistic, but I don't think it was bad. Because mm. you have to hope for the best. Fair enough. You put in the work. Imagine and that's you part got of there, yourself. and you had, and you, imagine you got there, and you took only 20 books, and there were 100 students there. True. And you're like, oh my God, the books are just in the house. So right. it's better right. to be prepared. And it's better actually to see the glass as half full.
1: This is true. And half empty. This is true. So, this is true. I did I sell guess, one copy. I guess absolutely. what it
0: is, is I feel like it's not about the unrealistic expectations. It's about when they are now not met. Mm-hmm. So the expectations are not necessarily unrealistic. It's when they are now not met. It's the coaching of yourself to say, oh, actually, yes, I hoped for the best. This, but is, this is This was the situation I found on ground. Nothing to do with me it's so, not failure it's nothing that I did wrong th- this is true so, yeah. so, so
1: the point I'm going to quote again right Was Zig Ziglar about failure is not a person it's an event yeah so would this statement be correct I want to get you a perspective this is about loving yourself through the struggle mm. would you say hope for the best but plan for the worst is that a fair statement it's fair
0: but the Christian in me is the like Christian- <laughs> I ain't planning for the worst but
1: I hear you I hear you I guess you know, from research around optimism and, and all that, is that aspect of realistic optimism is mm. hoping for the best and preparing for that. Yes, make believing that it can actually happen. But if if it didn't happen or the worst didn't happen, you're asking yourself the question: How do I progress in spite of the worst? Yes. How do I pivot from this? How yes. How do I pivot from yeah? That? And if you cannot face those questions, you're not you're not really ready to try. Because the worst can happen. Yes. Which is why we're talking about loving yourself through the struggle. Mm Because you did your best. You worked hard. I wrote the book. I did all that. And the worst happened. Yeah. Um, But you have to continue, continue going.
0: Yes. And sometimes it's not even the worst. It's just not what you thought would happen. This is true. It's just a different... It's a zig... Is it what's it called? It's, it's exact, not a straight, yeah. It's, it's not it's a
1: straight road. The road to success is not straight, right? Yeah, it's,
0: it's, and maybe you were expecting turns
1: and, yeah. and stuff like so that. So
0: what? Yeah, what has happened is not the worst, but in your mind, oh my God, I wasn't
1: expecting it, so this is the So, yeah. so I have a question for you. How do you practically? How do we love? You're going to say something. I
0: was, going to say, I was one asking the question. Oh, you're asking okay. the, no, no, go go on, the question. No, go on, go on, ask the question. Ask the question. Ask the question.
1: Because I was going to ask you <laughs> how you loved yourself through your struggles. How I love myself through my struggles. It's, it, it is actually a difficult question to answer because I don't think there's a straight cut answer. I think you've, you've highlighted one of them, which is something I am prone not to do, and that is being kind to myself. Mm. And it's your point around, and genuinely being kind to yourself. I remember when I burnt, and something we'll talk about, I'm sure in future episodes, and where you don't even feel like brushing your teeth. And it's, it's that level of 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 dejection, uh, depression, and losing hopelessness. Mm. And being kind to yourself is knowing that the fact that you woke up that morning and you brushed your teeth, you've made progress. Yeah, You know, so the littlest thing in the context of the struggle you are going through, yeah. identify it as progress. Don't mm. be like, well, normally I brush my teeth. No, normally mm. you brush it, but you've not been wanting to brush it mm. the last couple of days. The fact that you did it is, is identifying that as progress. So I think number one is being kind to yourself. And if you are struggling so much that you can be kind to yourself, get a friend. Mm. Get a friend to, sh- to help you be kind to yourself, mm. to remind you. Mm. Because, you know, I remember, if I use my friend, for example, Choki, he reminded me of, do you know who you are? Remind me of even little things like when we put our minds to doing a party back in the day and it was successful, to say that was you. Mm. Mm. And it's the same person that is going through this struggle that is going to come out of this struggle. Mm. So I think being kind to yourself is one. Number two, loving yourself through the struggle. I would say, get, be patient. And for me, that be patient is edged in being realistic as well. Okay. In that that you want the goal or something to happen in, 20, in, in that year, right? Well, currently in 2023, I want it to happen in 2023. Mm. But being patient is, if it didn't happen... All hope is not lost it's kind of like a maths test they don't score you for the final answer alone they look at all the workings through mm-hmm. the final answer has two max the question is a 20 mark question all the working through and so the year is not a waste
0: yeah you know yeah,
1: the like you that. didn't you didn't quite hit didn't get the final answer you didn't quite hit the way you wanted it to be but all is not lost there's still time mm-hmm. you know there's 2024 so being patient with yourself and I'm going to throw the same question to you but I, I'll say one more thing the The other thing I would say is uh, being content
0: that one is hard
1: why is being content hard it's not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> because I feel like it can be you're supposed to be content yes but you're supposed to be
1: ambitious absolutely
0: I th- and, and, people, and I use ambitious because people act like ambitious. ambition is a bad thing it's not
1: yes you're supposed to want more absolutely. for yourself
0: for your family absolutely but be content so where is the balance
1: i i think so there, there are different ways of, of looking at it in my view mm-hmm. there is being con so there's a quote I, I said a long time ago i said be content but do not be content with mediocrity and for me mediocrity i was describing as anything less than your full potential mm-hmm. right you know me so they say the enemy of success is your last success right that did something that was great. Let's say you wrote a book that sold a thousand copies and you're like, you can rest on that. You know, mm-hmm. you can say I'm being content, but perhaps that book can sell more copies and help more people or you can write another book. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so there's being content, but not, do not be content with mediocrity. And I like how, uh, I think it's John Biver. He's, He he says contentment is not complacency.
0: Yes, because that's the other angle of ambition. (laughs) This is it. I'm just content in life. This is it,
1: you know? (laughs) Exactly. So he says contentment is not complacency, Mm. right? And so, I mean, he's a Christian. I'm a Christian. He defines contentment as perfect satisfaction with God's will per time, Mm. right? So this is the season I'm in. I am working hard. I'm doing everything I need to do mm. to get to the next level. It's not quite happening as I planned, or at the time I planned. But I'm going to continue trying. But I'm not going to let lack of what I want rob me of enjoying the present. I like that. I like. See, that. I'll say that again. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to let the lack of what I want rob mm. me of enjoying the. present. Mm. I think that's contentment. Mm-hmm. Contentment is enjoying where you are, yeah, what you have mm-hmm. to the best of your ability. Whilst you continue to aspire for more,
0: mm-hmm. I'm finding and experiencing joy in those moments,
1: and and you and find the joy, enjoy yeah. it. I mean, we just had a son, and you and I were talking about how the we had in one of the trainings we did that mm-hmm. the children actually doesn't know what an expensive toy is, mm-hmm. <laughs> and we've seen it where we have bought different toys, and the one he wants to play it play with is the empty wipe pack. Mm -hmm. and he's playing with it like Mm -hmm. ferociously and Mm -hmm. he's like this thing (laughs) this is not your toy yeah so so i think so we can learn from children Mm -hmm. about what contentment Mm is i agree so uh the question i have for you is what is a struggle that if you didn't love yourself through you wouldn't be the woman that is sitting here today
0: (laughs) so I've, i've i've probably had a few uh I know you've had a lot. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. I said a few. You said a lot. Okay. <laughs> I said a lot. So one that I can th- I think of that takes me back back to when I started my career in mm. in um, with KPMG as an archa- yeah. I was studying to become a, a chartered accountant. Yes. And with doing that, you study and you're working, and the company is paying, and you're doing it with a group of students that you or the group a group of graduates that you start with, and so we we're doing exams. And I've never, like, I've never failed exams,
1: ever. Well, that's you. I have a <laughs> different story. Never. So
0: I'm not, like, I'm not, I'm not going to tell my child that I got all A stars or anything, but I just never failed exams. I always yeah. did well at school. And so I'm doing my exams and there's this thing called first-time passes. So you yes. do the exams and you pass. And so I was on first-time passes, just passing all the exams, went to the professional stage. I can't remember what the second stage was. We got to the final stage, which was the advanced stage. And you That was just, the third year, right? Yes. Yeah. Because this was, yes. I was that started into my second year, but yeah, I got results in my just start of my third year, and so we did three exams in the advanced stage. Normally, you do two and then one. In my cohort, for some reason, because of the we dates, they decided we we're going to do all three exams at the same time. Yeah, and yeah, fine. Like there was no issue with it. I got my results on the fourteenth of December two thousand and seven. <laughs> you remember the date. <laughs> I remember. It's amazing how you remember this. And things. I failed all three exams. All three. All
1: three. Somebody who has never failed exams before. Yes.
0: And pass mark was fifty percent. <laughs> my my scores were probably something like 49, 48, 48 or something. It was, 40, it was yeah. on the
1: cusp. Just there. All
0: three exams. That must
1: be painful.
0: So it might sound small to somebody, but for me oh. it was painful. I'm I talking remember. about
1: the age, right? That's yeah. you know you were what 20, I don't know, four, or something like that. You were much younger anyway. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. So even yeah. the age as well. Yeah. yeah.
0: I was 22, I think. 22? Oh, I can't remember. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. early 20s. I remember tossing and turning, tossing and turning, tossing and turning. I couldn't sleep. What What were my issues? What were my issues? I'd never felt before. Second issue, this thing about public failure. This is true. Because everybody knows. It. Yeah. Everybody, yeah. because you do it as a group. It's not something, it's not an exam I decided to go and take by myself. I was doing it. My company was paying for me i was doing it with the graduates i was working with yes everybody was going to know that i failed
1: wow um
0: so There's that no hiding that ah that I, I was just like god how did i find myself here there was also the thought about does it take me back do i still do i still qualify same time as everyone else yeah so thinking about people yeah the future. Uh, and that element of people what What? yeah so that was a struggle for me
1: how did you love yourself through that
0: Hey, did I love myself?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Reality check,
0: right? (laughs) How did I beat my before I talk about how I love myself, I beat myself up first. And that's and that and
1: that's not loving. That's something we should not do.
0: So it was a case of Vuna, this thing. I am very last I can be very last minute with my exams. I would study at last minute and I would I'd always gone through and done well. Mm. So this one time I didn't, I was like, Funa, why didn't you start studying on time? Why did you leave it to the last minute? So there's
1: learnings from that. Yeah. So So part of loving yourself through the struggle is the assessment. And, the assessment. And the learnings yes. that you're going to take yes. for the future.
0: Yes. Yeah. And in in assessing, not being too hard on myself. Be objective. Being objective—that's the right word. So I was objective. I knew that I left things at the last minute, and then I then realized that actually it has happened. I can't take it back, but I can redo the exams. Thankfully, my company—you're allowed to fail once. Mm-hmm. And so I had the opportunity to, to redo the exam. So I knew that, okay, I have an opportunity for a comeback.
1: So so there's, I guess, one key element there, because it would be different for different people, but it's realizing that there's something you can do about it. Yes. You can go again. You can go again with a different strategy. Mm-hmm. It goes to the point that failure is really an event. Yes. That's a good point. So yes. there's, there's, there's not beating yourself up, rather assessing things objectively mm-hmm. and seeing where potentially you erred. Mm-hmm, potentially mm-hmm. you could have done things differently and owning that being mm-hmm. honest with yourself and then there is the the thinking that like, I, I can do this differently I, I can come back yes so your strategy okay. for
0: comeback, back
1: yeah the strategy for coming back yeah. anything else
0: uh, i think that was it and i just put my head to you yeah.
1: start studying earlier for this for the next step i sets. did i did <laughs> i did i did because i could not fail again, cannot fail again publicly again. because about i not failing again publicly yeah. failing again would have would have meant being sacked Yes,
0: yes. Because there the of the, things key
1: riding key of the on graduate that. program. Being
0: sacked. And then if I got sacked, I'd have lost my work permit. There was your... Oof! I I remember, was, now we are British citizens. Yes. I no, remember I when there was riding your... I on it, so <laughs> I couldn't. But when be honest, even all of that was fine. It was just... I couldn't do that public failure again. This this. this, so is, I, this I, is I, true. I said to myself, I couldn't. If You're I failed again, again. again, I'm sure I'd have picked myself up again. to handle it. Yeah, but I just thought, no, I don't want to do this myself again. Yeah. This one, the ball was in my court. That sometimes, obviously... Want to go again, and the factors are not in your control. Absolutely, this, this is true. They were in my control, and I was like, "I'm going to do everything in my control to make sure that the results are different
1: next time." And you know, this is a very important point you raise, right? This thing about control. I think part of actually loving yourself through the struggle is understanding the difference between, as Stephen Covey put it, in Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. The circle of influence and the circle of concern. Mm. That the circle of influence is what you have control over. Mm. And that's what you can focus on and you can do your best in that. Mm. The circle of concerns are things that actually you don't have control over. And sometimes when we are loving our when we are not loving ourselves through the struggle, we are focusing on things that we don't have control over.
0: Okay, I like that. Yeah. And
1: and when we focus on those things, it's a vicious cycle because quite frankly, you don't have any control over it. it? Yeah. You know what I mean? I know I I know somebody who is really keen to relocate, you know, to a different country, the view they'll get better opportunities, but and they have different struggles that they are currently going through. But at the moment, there's they're totally focused on the circle of concern. Mm. Things that are actually completely out of their control. And as long as you do that, you disempower yourself and guarantee failure if you mm. don't focus on what you can control. Mm. That's a, that's that's a very important one. So, sweetie, final. I'm gonna say one more thing in relation to being content okay. with being content. I think I'm gonna throw the same question to you, and we'll wrap it up. Which is the value of the struggle, the value when you look back. You mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. Steve Jobs says you connect the dots only by looking back. Yeah. So one of the, he says one of the best things that happened to him was being fired from Apple, a company he founded. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he didn't feel that way when he was fired. Mm-hmm. But looking back, that's what he said. I think one of the best things for me in the struggle of losing everything and then pay cuts and all that stuff was I found my identity in the right things. Up until then, my identity was I'm an investment banker. This is what I earn. Look at my wife. All these beautiful things. But when I was at that low point, I I had to find my identity and confidence in things other than titles, uh, targets and things like money yeah. or or expensive things mm. i found my value in the fact that actually my wife my family my friends love me whether i fail or whether i feel or succeed. yeah
0: so important <laughs> you yeah. know
1: i found my value in the fact that actually i've been through some tough times in my life and i came back so i looked i looked at my past and said actually i've always come back mm. so this struggle is not going to be my it's not going to be the better of me mm. i'm going to come back stronger i don't know how long it's going to be but i'm going to come back stronger mm. i found my value in my natural gifts that I can continue to hone. And the fact that I had a vision for my life, I found my value in, you know, being a child of God that Jesus died for me. That's the price on my life. The You know, you know, the life of Jesus Christ for me, mm-hmm. I'm very valuable. Yep, um, so yeah. you're going to say. I'm, I'm kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> yeah. right? I'm a big deal. So, yes. so I think for me, those were some really important lessons that that, helped me be content and when i stand tall now there's a lot of the trappings that i, I identity in before uh in my life now but if those things are not there makes You're no difference to you me are. yeah it makes no difference to me yeah i'm confident and strong in who i am as, and mm-hmm. i think that's been one of my greatest uh secrets for success and mm-hmm. not be, i'm not burning out again mm-hmm. because we'll talk about burnout in a different episode so what about you? what was the value from this struggle that you loved yourself through?
0: So the value was, I guess the learning, the learning mm. of this last minute thing that I do. Mm. I'm not saying that I've stopped doing it, but realizing that <laughs> it doesn't always work. Yeah. It doesn't always work. And I have to remind myself, even like you have a report to deliver. Yes, and you leave it to last minute like what if god forbid at the last minute you fall really ill this is true what if your laptop crashes i know we're not we're no longer in nigeria where power can cut and you can't charge your phone or whatever but still reminding yeah, myself that
1: things can be out of your control yes
0: that that last minute thing doesn't really pay in terms of value when you were talking about value I'm talking about the fact that those things those crutches that you had you had you no longer rely on because you know that you're you as a person is you're a valuable person. And I'm enough. Yes. Reminded me of that analogy that people use of a 50 pound note. but it's gone through is still 50 pounds.
1: Yeah. Illustration is powerful. Mm-hmm. And we literally saw somebody do yeah. it. In three. Yeah. You know, take it, you know, crush it, mm-hmm. spit on it, step on it, and say the value is still the same. Yeah. I think that's a, that's a beautiful place to end. That no matter what you are going through, no matter the struggle, you are still valuable. Mm-hmm. And, that value can still be a gift to the world. Yeah. Uh, Thank you, my love. We're going to do this a lot more. Really? For sure. You have to pay me. Yes, I did. (laughs) We have a joint account system, so my money is your money. So thank you very much for listening. I want to encourage you, please share this, like it, comment on it, ask questions, and pay it forward. If this has been useful to you, share it with a friend, share it with a family member, even your enemy. Until next time, Stay blessed.
0: Thanks for joining us on Live, Love, Lead. Keep living authentically, loving sincerely, and leading boldly. And until next time, stay blessed.